Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 210th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are discussing a very interesting question, which is, does loving your race make you a radical? But before we dive deep into that subject, a couple of things to cover. First, have you downloaded the episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do, because that's how you show your number one support, and that's how you join the conversation. you got to have the app to be able to put in your comments. Next, if you cannot download the app for whatever reason, then make sure you go to WokenFree.com, go to the Listen tab, pick your platform of choice where you want to listen and follow and subscribe to the show at. So we are on iTunes, we're on TuneIn, we're on Stitcher, Google Play, obviously our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world. Get it together, y'all. Now, of course, we'd also love for you to subscribe to Woken Free on our homepage via email. All you have to do is submit your email address so that you get weekly notifications of the new episodes. Why? Because you want to be Woken Free and so should your friends and family because you can forward that email. So definitely make sure you do that. Of course, if you're interested in chatting with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at Woken Free. And then of course, if you have 90 seconds, yes, 90 seconds, we would love for you to review the show. We have lots of five-star reviews on iTunes. We could have more guys. We definitely could. So uh, help us, help us out. Go to WokenFree.com, go to the listen tab and make sure you pick your platform of choice where you're going to review the show at. I'm going to kick it to you now, Khalil. All right. Before we start this conversation, we're going to do what we sometimes do and that's share a little bit about ourselves. Last time we asked, would you rather play strip poker with strangers or truth or dare with your enemies? This week we are asking, would you rather only watch Marvel movies or only watch DC comic movies? So that's a really hard question because I'm a fan of both worlds. However, I mean, if we had to like do or die, pick a choice, I would probably go with Marvel. Uh, but in an ideal world, I would say that, you know, you'd want to have both. And you? For me, it's a pretty easy choice because if you just look at the quality of what was produced so far, even though DC has one of the best action movies ever made of all time, they haven't created the saga that Marvel has with Avengers. I Mm -hmm. mean, Marvel, they even have other exciting series as well. So unfortunately, DC has not produced the same sort of content. So I'm just going with the Marvel. That's just currently where I'm at. So we're in alignment there. Yeah, and I don't think that makes me a radical for loving marvel right so oh my God. does loving your race make you a radical nice transition i'm gonna go right into answering <laughs> it because i cannot with you so i stumbled across the same by audrey lord a harlem born poet and civil rights activist uh that really rings a uh, true to my soul and this quote was found on i don't know how to say the website name but i'll spell it out m-e-n-n-o-n-i-t-e-m-i-s-s-i-o mennonite yeah, I don't know. what. Yeah. Could I've you? heard of Mennonites. Mission, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so the quote is as follows. If I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. And that's a really extreme quote. And it's a really extreme image that comes to mind. But the the thing of why I think uh, Audrey Lord said that is because when it comes to identity, especially black identity in America, if we don't define it for ourselves, and then we're forced to live and be subjugated to the ideas and constructs of what blackness is to others. And usually that's not in alignment with what we want for ourselves, right? So 
Uh, if you don't define yourself, then you will essentially be demolished by what other people perceive you to be. So does loving your race make you a radical? No, because loving your race means you are going to help define your race and promote your race and uplift your race. Now, what becomes an issue is if loving your race makes you harm other races or discriminate against other communities. Absolutely not. But the pure act of loving who you are and the race that you're a part of, no problem on my end. How about you? Yeah, that's good points to make. <laughs> I just, I think we got to take into account what love of a race means versus just standing up for this perceived race that thing that we called race. Because mm-hmm. I think some people go out of their way to put down other so-called races, and yeah. th- that's like that's the wrong part of it. Kind of like you were saying. But if you just love what you're perceived as, how mm-hmm. could that be wrong? Because it's just a perception anyway. It's not even a real thing. Absolutely. I don't. I don't know how that could be wrong to to accept some perception. Mm-hmm. But are people judged more for being passionate about their race? I would absolutely say yes in America, right? We we both are born and raised in America, so I can't speak on an international level, but I would say here in America, it seems that like for folks that seem to be more pro-black at least, because uh, again, we can only speak on the black experience, uh, that if you are pro-black in media, sometimes that is seen as radical <laughs> in nature and and like so for for folks who maybe have take offense to like the black lives matter movement right things like that and it's just to me i find that very concerning because what i have come to understand about you know being pro black is not anti anything else yeah, <laughs> but true. it's literally again loving who you are as you said the perception of who we are cuz race is a construct in and of itself so again we're all just playing this game right this is the co- card that i walk around with yeah it's and a human so game. Am I going to be happy about the black card that I have? Yes. And is that causing an issue for anyone else? No. If you want to have a different card, then you have a different card. Now, if I go around and take my black card and I say, hey, no, you can't work here because you don't have a black card or, hey, you can't do this or you can't be with my this, then we start to have issues, right? Because then we have discrimination and we have harm to others. But if that's not happening again, then not an issue. But it does seem, at least in media, that pro-blackness, at least is a problem. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely true. And I think people are judged more because they're feel fearful that individuals might start purporting a sort of racial supremacy over mm, another group. I yeah. think that's like the biggest thing that people, they get up in arms about, right? Yeah. It's a shaky ground to stand on because, or I mean, like you just said and I said, is race is not a real discernible thing. It's mm-hmm. just based on what most laymen would call a person. And it really ignores someone's ethnic background. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people are passionate <laughs> about their race, but to me, even that, it's 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 an interesting standpoint to take. It and, is because it, it's like it's a perception. So, mm-hmm. should we really get up in arms about something that, in and of itself, isn't uh, quite real construct? I don't well, know. What's an identifier <laughs> that isn't necessarily like? Because it's it's whatever you say it to be. Yeah. So it's kind of like somebody might see you as one race, some might see you as another. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people say, oh, that's easy to categorize you because this yeah. is what the perception says you should be and you look like that. You fit all these boxes. Yeah. But nowadays there's a lot of people that don't check all those boxes Correct. and it's like, we don't know what to label you. We're uh, we don't know what to say really. So we just, we can't really market and we'll say different things. But yeah, either way, you know, this is, it's, that, that's the issue with race. It's not a real thing. Absolutely. You can't put everybody in this one box. 
True. Okay. Well, okay. So if we, if we go along with the lines of, okay, we're going to live in a society, we have these boxes, we decide to make the box that we want for ourselves or that society perceives that we fit in. You know, why would you say it is important to be passionate about your race if, if you want to kind of go down that line of thinking? So if we kind of go down that line of thinking about race, we can just go back and look at sort of like ancestors from that race. And Mm -hmm. what we would see is that they were, I mean, for the original people, they were very powerful and they've accomplished so much, right? And all their accomplishments are trying to be buried till this day. And it's not discussed in normal history. So I think it's good to try to learn more about where where did the race come from in terms of who was attributed to be a part of this race? Like, where were those original people from and what did they do? It just Absolutely. makes sense to learn about them. And then from that, it'll make you strive to do better, right? You want to at least accomplish more than what your ancestors did. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that are important about being passionate about your race. Yeah, so for me, uh, being passionate about being a black person is something that came to me uh, later in life, like, and not later, like, in my 50s or something. I'm still a young person, but I would say, like, when I got to college, I got really into uh, wanting to, to be actively passionate and actively all about it because I was able to see Black representation, exactly. Our son is speaking too. <laughs> uh, in a way that I hadn't seen before. And it allowed me to kind of undo and unwrite some of the negative thoughts and negative imagery that I was exposed to growing up. Because growing up, it didn't feel necessarily good to be a black person because I, you know, had a distorted image of what my community looked like and what, what community am I a part of? Am I a part of Caribbean American community? Am I a part of African American community? Uh, you know, and, Am I okay with being attached to a, a, a group where that group is primarily seen as a criminal or a sexual deviant or uh, uh, someone who is mischievous in nature, right? Like, these were neg- yeah. negative, nasty images that I saw about my community growing up. So it was very challenging. I mean, it never put me in a state of saying I didn't, uh, I never lived a life saying I, I wasn't aligned with being a black person. Like I've always been a black person i've always uh associated and claimed that identity but it there it took time for me to start to be passionate and happy and 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 want to revel and uplift and and take the community to a further place and i was able to do that by being able to expose myself to different types of literature different types of people within the community and uh and it's important because to your point yeah like when you know what you come from then you can also set expectations and set goals for where you want the community you're part of to go so knowing that black ancestry is quite powerful uh the origination of of life itself then it puts the onus on us to see how much further we can take society how much further we can grow as people and as a community as a whole and i would say that being able to then also be passionate about your community says you can decide what you want to do for your community what type of contributor do you want to be so i think there's a lot of really good uh reasons and then i would say the last reason why it's important at least for me to be passionate about being a, a part of my community as a black woman is raising a black son. Uh, I need him to be as strong, as powerful and positive and uplifting as possible because unfortunately um, our society thinks very poorly 
<laughs> about the black male. And so his experience is already muddled with uh, negative stereotypes and people who actively want to harm him. So uh, I need to uplift my community because that community includes the most important person in my world. So... That's only in this, language. but that's this in country. In this country. We can yeah. only speak from different the black narrative in America, you know, in the yeah. Northeast as well as the South, the Southwest now. Yeah. Yeah. You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast that gets real and personal. All right. That's, that's fair enough that you mentioned the being passionate about your race for your son. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. yeah this... This is the type of world we live in. I get it. I get exactly. It. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's a, what's a, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario number one. Lokande is very proud of her race and tells everyone how her beliefs are the only way to live a true and fulfilling life. She believes in a universe created by multiple deities that all need to be given offerings. Is it right for her to tell others about this belief? Or should she keep this taboo topic to herself? Interesting question, right? So I would say, as if you listen to Woken Free before, you know what we feel on about unsolicited advice. Uh, we're not fans. <laughs> <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> nice. But when it comes to sharing your belief system, again, it how is the frame of reference, right? Is it being like, hey, guys, this is what I believe? Or is it, hey, guys, you all are wrong follow my beliefs, right? Like, so it nice. sounds like from the scenario, at least I'm going to take the assumption that it's not just like, hey guys, this is what I believe, but it, it might be this condescending tone of like, hey guys, this you- the real belief. Yeah, the you, one true. What you think is wrong, this is what I think. Follow my, you know, let's drink the Kool-Aid and jump off the cliff together. Uh, and that to me <laughs> is not okay and not acceptable. And not to say but that- But isn't that funny though when you think about it? Because it's kind of like, all right, let's say I have a belief and I'm not going to tell you about it because- I'm going to say like, yeah, I don't want to be over commanding or whatever, but technically then that means, does that make your belief kind of weak in that standing saying that I can't tell other people about it because it's just like, it's, it's a belief. It's not like a real thing. Doesn't yeah. it kind of like put that off? I mean, I that's, that's think- what I find funny. It's like, yeah, I understand people shouldn't come to you and say, oh, this is my belief. This yeah. is the right belief. But then the. Just for that fact that they can't do that to me, that kind of diminishes the belief well, in and of itself. Well, it's not about that. They can come to you and tell them y- your beliefs, but I think the issue becomes when you go around and you tell people how they're living and what they're thinking is wrong because everyone's entitled to make a decision as to what's right and wrong for them. And it's very condescending to tell people that like you don't know how to live life, right? As opposed to just saying, here's information, do with it what you must, right? Why do I think my beliefs are great? Dut, 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 right? But to tell someone, you know, you're wrong, because you eat dead flesh or you're wrong because you don't believe in multiple gods so it, seems very like who are you to be the arbiter of this <laughs> so, so here's a good way to put it beliefs are relative then correct that just like time time is relative yeah. to the observer right so exactly. the belief is only relative to the observer exactly so how it doesn't would, stand for all people how would you answer the scenario then I mean, I would just, I tell her to keep this topic to herself and maybe just write a blog about it because I don't want to hear her yabbering about this stuff that doesn't mm. make sense. I mean, okay. Because unless she has like some book that she wrote that she can just, but even that, I, I'm okay with it actually if she talks about it, but I think mm-hmm. most people won't be okay with her like talking about multiple deities. You know, some people get up in arms about that. Oh, that, well, that really yeah. offends them. That's so that's all I'd say people. for her. It's best not to even talk about that for, but personally for me, she could tell me all that crap. I wouldn't care, yeah. but I'm going to, crap. yeah, I'm going to come at her mm-hmm. with like, you know, knowledge and stuff. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see who wins. 
I'll talk to you about reality. You talk to me about your beliefs. We'll yeah, no, she can. Yeah, yeah, she can tell me her nonsense, and it's fun. You know, I, I like Lord of the Rings. I like fantasy novels. I mean, it's fun. All that stuff is good. Keep this train moving. But yeah, that's all I say. Probably keep it to yourself. <laughs> Scenario number two: Shradha is upset that her business partner of five years, Brad, has started talking about which races are better than others and how they are both a part of the best race. Should Shradha let her partner continue spewing these beliefs or try to convince Brad that he is wrong in his beliefs? So, again, the superiority of races and communities is a part of why this world is so decisive and what's wrong with this place. Because if we were all meant to be part of one race, if we were all meant to be one type of people and one type of personality, then that's how we would have, that's how the cookie would have crumbled. But obviously we're meant to have diversity in this world. And so anyone who's spewing the antithesis of that is in the wrong, not because I say so, but just because it's just like, it would be illogical for us to think otherwise. (laughs) Diversity and difference is what finds the beauty of this world and you know we need to celebrate ourselves celebrate our communities but that celebration does not in in turn should turn into the diminution and or hatred and or discrimination of others so i would say for the sake of their business definitely if he has certain belief systems he should find a proper venue and avenue that will allow him to spew that without it disrupting their business and also probably causing uh, potential physical harm or death to, to, to either of them. Because, you know, th- we do live in a world where your beliefs can cause, like, physical harm to you. So. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. People de- definitely take things to the next level. Yeah. Just based on your words and mm-hmm. what you believe is right. Yeah, they'll shoot first and ask questions later. Nice. That's so. a standpoint to take. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, what are your thoughts, though? I think she definitely, she's got to step in here because I think, Oftentimes, people just say, well, you know, they have a stupid belief. I don't care. Just don't talk to me about it. I'm going to bury my head in the sand and just let him think that. But the problem is, is now he's going to go on and tell other people about this. And he might bring other people in the cesspool of crap. And then that builds up. And eventually, they storm the Capitol, right? I mean, a lot of stuff could happen from this. This is why I say something like this happens to me. That's kind of extreme. You need to try to reason with this person. At least let them know that. The first part of your thinking is just, it's stupid because you're talking about a perception thing, which yeah. is fake. So you, once you're standing on that, you're not standing on a ground at all. We're just talking about, Ideology. you know, fairy tales yeah. and stuff. It doesn't even matter. It's not something real. So if it's not something real, then how can one truly be better than the other if it's not based it's up like on a real which concept? Fantasy is better than another. Yeah. It's, it's you like can Lord argue. Lord of the Rings versus Star Wars. Star like, Wars versus Star Trek. It doesn't that, matter, yeah, right? Like, you can't mm, say. Suspect. There's no winning. Hunger That's Games just an, it's just opinions of divergent. nothingness. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. So that I think she does have to tell her partner, even this, uh, even though this might not have nothing to do with their business, just tell your partner that this doesn't make sense what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know if you live in medieval times or something, but this is not a real thing. You gotta understand that racism, race is not real. So yep. get that together first, and everybody is the same. We're all humans, right? Correct. We have the same intellectual capacity it's all the same scenario three patsy is in college and has an assignment where each student creates a presentation on culture she also has a strong desire to display what her race has accomplished should she use this presentation as a way to express her opinions or should she just live life fast with a disregard to others feelings so uh, again 
um, the presentation and or education of, you know, a community that you're a part of and your enthusiasm for it is not at issue. As long as it's presented truly from the perspective of, look, I have this perspective on this community. But if you're coming to the place, if you're coming from a place of like, I am showing you my card, whether that be the gender card, the race card, the sexual orientation card, and my card is better than your card and your card is wrong for X, Y, Z reasons. Now we have a problem. So in this presentation, she can take the opportunity to speak highly of her community, but it just cannot be the diminution of other communities. Uh, but to be honest, as a professor, a former professor and a person who's very passionate about education and, you know, we create, we have a course, guys, our link is in the episode. Make sure you check it out. Uh, I would say following instructions are important. Uh, <laughs> from your college professor assignments. So as long as whatever additional information she's including is not deviating too far from what the assignment is, I'm okay with it. But if it is in conflict with what she needed to accomplish, I would say skip it, finish the, the assignment. Half the battle in life is just showing up and doing what you need, what you've been asked to do. So just show up and do that, Patsy. All right. Now, th this one's interesting to me because the biggest problem I have is that History is written by the people who conquered others. It's not written by people who actually first did the accomplishment. So the problem is, is yeah, you can say, oh, this person did that, but technically that might not be true, right? You don't have that on video to say this is the first person that did that. All it was was somebody's written word. So yeah. I would just say there needs to be an asterisk when you're saying somebody accomplished this because technically like someone in the background might have done like, it. Yeah. yeah, like, because I just hate how people say, oh, yeah, this person did this without like them. Like, they're too factual. This wouldn't happen. And, and yeah, but it's like, wait, you're just it, doing yeah. that based off of what someone wrote. But we weren't, True. were you alive back then? You saw that that was the only person on the planet that made that discovery. That person gotcha. made it to the North Pole first and didn't lie and say... It was this other person, yeah. <laughs> Who How happens do you know to be related to Tahari Henson? So yeah, awesome. <laughs> see, see, we don't know that. That's why I say you got to be careful when yeah. you try to say, "Oh, this person did the accomplishment, and I'm gonna assign that to this race." And I don't know. You got to be careful with this gotcha. stuff. So yeah. I think she needs to like do a, some sort of prefix that says, you know, mm -hmm. this is just kind of like what some people thought. As discovered. stated or as according to, yeah. and yeah, and just but, be specific about that. <laughs> yeah, don't make it out like, oh, there's no actual, this is the be all, end all, say all. This is the absolute gotcha. truth. There's nothing else. And, and that's the thing with history. I don't think of history as a science. It's not something that's been like beaten to death no. and been proven it's as more this is what it is. Than I think people realize history is, is more, yeah, it's more close to fantasy <laughs> than actually, you know, other things. And, people, and they don't want to take it as that, but, you know, that's how we are right now. So Absolutely. just keep that in mind that history is not as factual as you may think. Absolutely. Well, look at that, guys. It looks like we're at that time again. It's coming to the end of our 210th episode of Woken and Free. Oof, good lord. Good. You did good. Quite the episode discussing a really interesting question, which was, does loving your race make you a radical? Now, what a Khalil, what do they have to do? Well, what they should do and they always do is come back next week for the mm. new Woken Free Wednesday episode. And then, of course, they make sure they follow us on social media to follow along with the conversation. And make sure they tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. Absolutely. Now, if you want to be a guest on the show, guys, we had our son. He enjoyed the episode. He hopes you do, too. He hopes you come back to hear more, especially if he has things to say, which... 
little one does all the time now. Uh, but what do you got to do? If you want to share your story to potentially be a guest, uh, you got to hit us up on our contact us page at wokenfree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. And if you are interested in any type of you know, connections with us on social media. Again, always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn at Woken Free and collaboration sponsorships. Contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woke and Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. If you're Woken Free, you definitely are radically awesome. See you soon, guys.